Good afternoon and welcome to the latest edition of the Always 100 podcast live on Blogspot Radio and blogspotradio.com. Call a number always there for you guys to listen to, 347-857-4368, 347-857-4368, live on a Friday afternoon ahead of week 16 in the NFL with absolutely massive playoff implications. Joined this week, all season long, and every week by the two esteemed co-hosts of the Always 100 podcast. First up, my mom, Mona, who, my mom, Cowboys, Eagles, enough said. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still worried, but I think it's all good. I'm happy this, this week so far. So let's keep it moving forward. The train to Miami, or the flight to Miami, or the car to Miami, but we're going to Miami. All right. And Uncle Trevor, your Steelers at the Jets. Again, I lost a tough one to Buffalo, as you uh, you kind of called that on last week's show. So good job by you. Uh, how are you feeling about this week and the week's slate of games there? The Steelers and the Cowboys the Jets and the Eagles will all be on the same island watching the Super Bowl on vacation. Together. Wow. Well, you know what? You, you might you about that. Well, yeah, you might want to add the Patriots to that that list too because yeah, the, the, I, I, I don't I don't see it very much for New England either. Um, but we'll New get to them later. The playoff spot. Pittsburgh and the Jets and the Cowboys. Well, Pittsburgh and the Jets well, ain't going nowhere. Dallas, the Dallas quarterback, you know, he, he can't lift his arm anymore, so I don't know. We'll well, that, I mean. What do you mean he yeah, can't well, lift his arm? His arm is fine. <laughs> well, okay. Excuse you. You starting already. Here you go. Yeah, well, we'll get, we'll, 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 we'll get mom's uh, un- unfiltered thoughts on the Eagles-Cowboys game soon enough, so just sit tight and uh, listen to that later on, but got a good show today, hour-long show. Uh, We're going to start with the recap of last week's uh, Week 15, so uh, Bob, I'm coming to you here. Uh, Biggest takeaway for you coming off a a very interesting Week 15 in the NFL. Go ahead. Well, as you know, I went into Week 15 convinced that things were not going to go the way I wanted for my team. And thankfully, I was incorrect. Woohoo! Dallas put on a show. Happy about that. That's the machine I'm used to seeing. That's the machine that I need to see this week coming up and weeks to come until February when they go to Miami. And then as far as the other teams, um, yeah, Pittsburgh kind of was what Trev said they were going to be. Uh, the Redskins, well, they had one job, which was to beat Philly. They couldn't at the last minute. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, Philly is pulling stuff out of a hat like they did a couple of years ago. It was like how uh, – even last year, too. Was that was last year the, the double doink year when the, they went on to – Last year was the double dunk year. Yes, yes. Caleb, uh, Cody Parkey 
is probably still wanted in the city of Chicago, but we'll we'll get to that at another date and time. Yep. Yep. So. And you know the the Raiders had a uh, uh. misstep as their last home game in Oakland. I was sorry to see that, um, but pretty much things. I don't think there were any real shockers except for San Francisco not winning uh, this past week, but pretty much everything went according to plan. So, uh, and my fantasy team, I, I got kicked out. I'm not in the, the championship round. I'm not real happy about that because uh, my, my running back failed me this week, but oh well, <laughs> such is life. Such is life indeed. All right, Uncle Trevor, your, your thoughts on a – a crazy week 15 there. Uh, not really. I mean, the only surprise, if you can call it that, is Houston being Tennessee, which, you know, that's kind of unpredictable season. The Denver blows Houston out on their home field, and Houston goes into Tennessee and beats them. So, I mean, it's really hard to – that was kind of hard to see coming. But, like I said, it's been an unpredictable season, so you, you expect unpredictable things to happen. That was the only surprise to me. 49ers had a lot of injuries on their defense. So them losing wasn't a shot. You know, Atlanta beat New Orleans on their home field. It seems like Atlanta's doing everything they can to keep their coach from being fired. So, so I mean, you know, Minnesota won big, Dallas won big, New Orleans won big. None of them were really surprises. I mean, Cowboys were at home. They're a different, I guess. I mean, they're a different team at home. This is going to be this coming week. They're going to be on the road, and that people in the town that hates them, and not on turf, and in bad weather. We're going with a quarterback that can't throw right at this point. It's going to be a completely different situation. Just throw last week out out the door. You can't look at last week and all say, "Well, Dallas is a great team." That was a totally different situation than what's going to happen this week. And the Eagles really are a great team. The Eagles have a lot of injuries. So their offense is really, I mean, they got a couple of tight ends. I guess they, they can run the ball if you, if you let them. But other than that, they're, they're, they're a very flawed team. So you got two flawed teams this week going head to head in that game. Even the Redskins, <laughs> the Redskins didn't win really meant nothing because this week was still going to decide it. So even the Redskins that won, it still wouldn't have mattered. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, well. Yeah, Buffalo would be. Yeah, well, no, yeah, it would have I mean, mattered. Yeah. It would have it yeah. mattered. Well, no, because well, okay, yeah, I'm thinking that. Because well, mm, the Cowboys were 7-7 seven seven now, so they, they have, uh, if the Eagles had lost, the Cowboys would be 7-7, seven seven, the Eagles would be 6-8. Right. Yeah, no, I think I was, I was, yeah, I think I was right. Yeah, I, I think he's right because 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 I think the scenario still would have been the same if it, if even if the if you were a game up on the Eagles if you won you know if you if you beat them this but that would have been that would have been an additional yeah but that would have been an additional loss in the division for Philly. Well, I didn't. Well, may, maybe Dallas would have clinched the division last. Maybe, yeah. They, no. the yeah, they would have won. I, yes, they sure, would have. Yeah. If, if Philly yeah. would have lost, Dallas, I'm pretty sure would have clinched the division. It, a, a win. No, the yeah. Cowboys would still have had to win next week too. The Cowboys so. still have. The Cowboys still have to beat. Where if they play the Redskins, they still would have had to beat them. 
the rest. Yeah. Well, well, well. We'll get we'll get into uh, all the scenarios and stuff because that that, that that's going to get too complicated un, until I, you know, get get the get the page up and just tell you what what all the scenarios are um, for us to just do it off the top of our heads here. But uh, okay. my um, here here here's my deal. The Patriots. Um, well, I, it, it 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 is what it is. You know, they they beat the Bengals. You're so you're supposed to beat the Bengals, okay? Like, no, nobody cares that you beat the Cincinnati Bengals, New England. Sorry, like you're you were supposed to. I mean, but you you, you let Joe Mixon run for 127 yards. I mean, didn't really like that too much. Um, you know, so there there was that. Uh, I have to be completely honest with you. I was busting my butt driving a uh, uh, enterprise truck around God knows where Potomac and Bethesda last week. So I can't really tell you what what what, what I saw last week because uh, I wasn't in front of the TV. So that that's just uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, that that's just the honest truth of the matter. But uh, I did listen to the Redskins Eagles game. And the Eagles stink. I mean, they're just bottom line. The Eagles stink. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what else to say with this team. Their secondary is horrible, I, and I, and I do mean horrible. Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin could have had two hundred yards if the way Haskins kept just kept throwing him the ball. Keep, just keep throwing, throw, throw the ball to Terry McLaurin all day. He would have had two hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns. I mean, they could they couldn't cover anybody with the Redskins. I mean, the Eagles have to get it to the fourth quarter and close. Okay, if you get it to the fourth quarter and close against a bad team, the Eagles are going to win. Okay, but so that, that that was the biggest game I saw. I mean, it, it was it, it was what it was. But I, I do have to be honest with you. The other thing that got me was the the Oakland thing was just incredibly sad. Um, to see the just 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 remember remember guys Oakland uh, Oracle Arena went out in the finals with a loss too so Oakland and their final games have not been very kind to them in 2019 and you know some of the aftermath you know Mark Davis was like you know, Mark Davis the owner his comments I mean talked about he didn't really have any sympathy toward the Oakland fan base and it, 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 it's just it's it's just sad for them. At least, at least they have um, the A's or a really good baseball team. They'll probably be in the playoffs again this year. But uh, to, to see the Raiders, um, see the Raiders lose and have Minshew uh, go out there and beat their butts and like with two touchdowns in the fourth quarter um, was kind of a fitting way to end. And then. Uh, you heard like Derek Carr was booed off the field by the Raiders fans. I mean, just uh, just not a great situation for them. So, um, but yeah, I mean that that's what I got there. Week sixteen is upon us, guys. Massive playoff implications for the teams that we root for. So let's get right into it right now. Uh, that that sound good? Or you guys got anything else you want to add? Or we all good on that? Yeah. Sounds good. Let's move on. Let's move on indeed. So 
uh, while I get this uh, page up, we will say that you are listening live to the Always 100 podcast live on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com. Find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify by searching Always 100 Pod. Uh, We are in the midst of looking uh, ahead to Week 16 in the NFL. We still got five. Um, still got five games to look at for this weekend uh, and a lot of clicking scenarios, which we are getting to right now. And we're pulling up the page here. I think so. Just give it a second. Here we go. 2019 playoff scenarios for week 16. Folks, this is according to NFL.com. So here we go. At this moment, the sorry, at this moment, the Ravens, the Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, and the Chiefs have all clinched playoff spots so far in the AFC playoffs. Now, Baltimore, here's what they have to do. They play Cleveland at 1 o'clock on Sunday. They're going to kill them. We all know that. Now, in the event, and once that does happen, Baltimore clinches a first-round bye with a win. That That's it. Uh, that, that's all I got to do. They also clinch home field advantage with a win. So, basically, they win, they're the number one seed. That's all That's all you need to know with that because they're going to beat Cleveland. Nothing else matters. Uh, the Patriots, see what they got here. Patriots hosting the Buffalo Bills in a game I'm very scared of. Now, big if because Buffalo is actually good. If New England does win the uh, this game, they clinch the AFC East. They also clinch the first round by if they win and Kansas City loses, uh, loses or ties, or if the Patriots tie. So to simplify that up, Patriots clinch the first round by with the win and the Kansas City loss. Houston, Houston clinches the AFC South with a win. Now, they could also um, clinch a playoff berth with a tie or a Pittsburgh loss. So, those are the two scenarios for Houston. Um, And, yeah, I think that's all we got right now. I don't think Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh's not in a position to clinch just yet. Um, Nope. But they're still in the hunt, right? They're still they're still in the hunt, yes. So, so we'll get the big uh, playoff picture here in a second. But um, here we go: the NFC, New Orleans clinched, Green Bay, San Fran, Seattle, all clinched playoff spots this week. Uh, uh, before this week, so here's the deal with Green Bay: they play Minnesota on Monday night, a game that's very big, and apparently Dalvin Cook's not playing in that ball game. So that's a very, that's a pretty big deal. Now, if the Green Bay Packers do manage to win, win in Minnesota on Monday night, what they do there is clinch the NFC North because they're already in the playoffs. They'll clinch the division and probably a top three seed in the conference. Um, and the only other deal here is with uh, the Dallas Cowboys here, Dallas, Mom, it's very simple. You beat Phil. You go to Lincoln Financial Field. You do. You handle your business. You go into the playoffs. It's very simple. 
There's nothing else that, that's on this page. It says Dallas wins. They're going. That's it. Minnesota. Minnesota, all they got to do is if, if they win, they're going to the playoffs too. So, or if the Rams lose. Now, I'm not sure the Rams are playing the 49ers on Saturday night. So, um, Minnesota could get uh, Minnesota might not have to worry about it. They might mail that game in uh, because they might have already won the NFC North. So those are the clinching scenarios right now. Uh, you, your thoughts while I uh, find the playoff picture. So, Mom, your your thoughts here. Well, just question. Uh, so I thought the Rams were out, so they still actually mathematically have a chance. Uh, here, the playoffs, is that correct? Well, well, here, here's, uh, here's what we got. I clicked on the full playoff pictures. Just taking a minute to load here. It's a, it's a live show. Just give me, give me a second. Um, in the hunt. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It, it looks like, it looks like the only, yeah, the only two teams that are. In the hunt for the NFC playoffs are the Rams and the Eagles. That's it. So the okay, Rams so are still in the hunt. Dallas v. Philly. Dallas v. Philly. Philly's out. If the Rams that, lose yeah. or, or Minnesota wins, then the Rams They're are out. out. Okay. Yep, because yep. uh, Minnesota, if Minnesota were to win, there would be 11-4. and four. Minnesota, Even if the Rams win, they'd be uh, – that they'd be nine and six, and Minnesota would be eleven and four, with with one game to go. So yeah, so but yeah, so basically, if Minnesota wins, they're going to the playoffs. If the now they didn't say anything about if the Eagles win, um, so I, I I can't tell you what the Eagles scenario is because they didn't have that on the screen. Now in the AFC playoffs, the only three teams still in the hunt for the playoffs are. The Titans, Cleveland, and the Oakland Raiders. Um, really? Why? Yes, because the AFC is terrible, as Uncle Trevor can uh, attest to that. The AFC is horrible. Um, so, um, you mean the Uncle Raiders Trevor, that were only supposed to win two games this year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Uncle Trevor, what, what, do you, what, do you to, what do you have to say to that, man? What, get, get in. What are your thoughts here? What have I always said about this? <laughs> Look, we thought you going to ride you all year about it. No, but what have I always said when you asked me that? My my secret weapon was cut. We we put Antonio Brown out there to sabotage Oakland, and they cut him. That wasn't the plan. He's supposed to stay out there and destroy that team, and he would have. I have no doubt that he would have destroyed that team. But... They open got lucky and they cut him, so they had a halfway decent season until they collapsed. Oh man, that that Raiders take is going to be one wish, we're going to. I wish they had gone to New England. We would have destroyed them. Well, he, well, crap. Yeah, well, you know what? Crap, crap got him out of there too. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. So. Guys, Those are the current uh, playoffs. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. But no, here's the here, here's here's the full playoff picture, guys. 
Um, the divisional round, uh, the people that got the buy so far, a- AFC, Ravens, and my Patriots for – amazingly, my Patriots have a first-round buy. I, I just find that incredible. Um, uh, the Seahawks and the Packers are – the Packers, the Packers have the second seed in the NFC playoffs. I don't know why or how, but um, that's what it is so far. Wild card weekend. Weekend. The Pittsburgh Steelers would be at the Kansas City Chiefs in the 3-6 matchup in the AFC playoffs. And right now, the Houston Texans would host the Buffalo Bills in a 4-5 matchup, which would be an amazingly entertaining game, actually. Now, in the NFC, uh, the 3-6 would be the New Orleans Saints at the, uh, I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints hosting the Minnesota Vikings. And, Bob, uh, if you guys were to make, uh, if you guys were in the playoffs right now, starting today, you would play the 49ers in Jerry's world. Um, but, yeah, but that's the current playoff picture. I I I don't. Do we have any predictions for this? Do you think it's going to change? So let, let, let's get into that, Mom. What, what are your some of some of your predictions for like any seeding changes? Well, you know, it's funny because I was wondering whether or not New Orleans would have enough passion to go out there and continue playing since they you know, locked up the division so early, uh, and as far as seeding, they're still up at the top. And the way that Drew Brees has played the last two weeks, they definitely have passion. Now, he was also chasing a record, so I don't know how much that had to do with it. But uh, I don't know that I see a lot of the seating changing, although I am a little concerned about Seattle. Uh, They had a bad loss to the Rams. I was surprised about that one. So I can maybe see their seating potentially changing, but – um, off the top of my head, I would say no. I don't really see anything major happening in the NFC and the AFC. You know, I mean, Pittsburgh will probably just be the one to drop off, <laughs> and uh, Tennessee might sneak in there instead. We'll see. All right, Uncle Trevor, what are your thoughts here on some of the seeding predictions that you have? Just, just some thoughts. Um, Basically, Pittsburgh will be helped out if Houston loses tomorrow. Then I will make the game next week, Houston-Tennessee, meaningful to Houston. They will have to win to win the division. And if they beat Tennessee next week, and Pittsburgh wins tomorrow, then Pittsburgh is in and Tennessee is out. So Pittsburgh, probably not thinking like this, but they're probably hoping that – um. Houston loses to Tampa Bay tomorrow, which really, really probably should happen. The way Tampa Bay has been playing, they won four in a row. Isn't so, that um, amazing? What? After so, all um, those interceptions Jameis throws, they still won four in a row. But Tampa Bay is actually like seven and seven, and nobody even knows that. <laughs> like, Nobody knows that Tampa Bay is like a 500 team, like with a terrible defense and an average quarterback. 
and and the two uh, and the, their two best receivers are out. It's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. For me, uh, well, I I just am scared that the Patriots going to drop from two to four, or two to five maybe, because because Texas, the Texans Great. and Kansas City have have already beaten us so. Um, that that that's that's yeah, what I'm scared of. Quinn, New York is not going to lose to what Miami after a game last uh, last game of the year. Miami. Well, 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 okay, so they won't drop to four. Maybe they'll drop to three then. Yeah. So so they'll so they'll play your Steelers or Tennessee. Hmm. I, I don't know. I I don't know. If, I don't, I don't know if I. I don't, I don't know if I like that. Well, I'd be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because because the thing with the Steelers is Doug Hodges is, is going to be a complete atrocity in Foxborough, but T.J. Watt and them are going to get after Tom. So, yeah. now, I don't know if that's a great matchup for us. Pittsburgh will play better up there without Ben. I think they'll be better. Without Roethlisberger up there, just let yeah, just let just let Duck run the ball. He, he can't pass. He, I got I got a short arm, stronger arm as he does. He just throws. <laughs> he throws mm-hmm. his passes on, on Duck. It's a real good name for him, Duck. <laughs> flopping ducks out there. Oh my goodness! That, that's a very appropriate wow. name. I just thought about that. That's very that appropriate. Is... That that is that is hilarious. No, that is that's great. That's pretty. Cool. He'll be bagging, Let's be honest. He'll be, he'll be bagging groceries in a couple of years. Oh, oh see, you're so Now, if you intend to go back to the calling championships, I can see that. No, no, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Uncle Trevor, I got one better. He might be playing in the XFL with Mitch next year. He ain't good enough. Oh, dang. <laughs> Dad, you saying the XFL don't want him? That's messed up. But he's still on your roster, though, right now. Oh, oh, no, oh, oh, that's so wrong. That's so See, bad. Y'all, why'd you even? Why'd you get rid of um, uh, Gibbs? What's that guy, Josh Gibbs? Why'd you get rid of him? Josh, Josh Gibbs. Well, if they had known what, they had known what Rudolph would have been like, they wouldn't have gotten rid of him. Wow, that was a mistake. That is pretty hilarious. That's that's wow. Even the XFL don't want him. That that's uh, yikes. Yeah, that, my, my, that's 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 kind of, that's wrong there. That's yeah, that's, that's wrong. That's, that's, pretty, that's wrong, <laughs> Even the XFL don't want him. Really, even Mitch, Mitch, he and Mitch couldn't be roommates in the XFL. There, couldn't be teammates. Nah, Mitch Mitch Trubisky is way better than than Hodges. Wow, yeah, wow. Well, I, 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 he, I, he's got an NFL arm. Trubisky has an NFL <laughs> arm. <laughs> Duck Hodges doesn't. Mm. Oh, well, I tell you is... what, maybe the Arena Football League hits on him. Oh, that's right, they're no longer around. He'll be bagging groceries in a couple of years. See. He's going so, back to duck calling championships. Now, just let him do what he's good at. 
You go, you see, go to your local giant. You'll see him there in a couple of years. Oh <laughs> no! Uh oh. Uh, you gonna get his autograph? Please. Yeah, sure. What? You'll pay me for it. Oh, y'all, y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. Yes, yes, your uncle is wrong. Your uncle is wrong. Y'all, y'all, y'all terrible. Y'all are terrible. We're moving on. Uh, that that's the coaching preview segment. Now, uh, we're gonna take a break. Take a deep breath. Okay, got a deep breath, and now. We're getting into the game preview segment, the bulk of this show here. Uh, it's it, it's time here. Five games. Um, I don't know if we start with the two biggest games first or leave those for later because me and Mom are going to have a lot to say on both of these. So, you know what, Mom? We're, 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 starting, with, we're starting with my game first. Uh, New England and Buffalo. Oh, we're starting with that on Saturday at 4.30, live on the NFL Network. The Patriots, at this particular moment in time, are favored by six over the uh, Buffalo Bills. And the bottom line of this game is Buffalo's good. That's just, they're just good. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, Josh Allen overthrows people left and right. Yeah, he's got an absolute cannon. And yeah, he'll he'll think Cole Beasley is six foot five and throw it two feet into the into the first row there. But but then well then he'll also uh, he'll also do something good like you know take off and run because he is just a taller version of Mitch Trubisky except with a way stronger arm. Like he like he's a taller, wider, more country version of Mitch. That's exactly what he is. So. Um, you said yeah. country? Yeah, because he's from he's from out there in Wyoming, I think. He, he he's from out there in the country somewhere. Yeah, he, he okay, went to Wyoming for, for college. Keep going. Oh man, so you know he just he's just a more country version of Mitch, and he can run, and he's probably just as fast as Mitch. But the difference between Josh Allen and Mitch is Josh Allen can actually you know throw people open, and sometimes they'll catch him. Other times they won't. Now Buffalo does two things very well: run the football and play defense, and they do both pretty pretty darn well to be ten and four. Uh, the Patriots defense has shown a little bit of leakage. Not real, not real happy about that. The offense is what it is. Okay, I'm not going to keep telling you the offense stinks. All you have to do is watch a Patriots game for five minutes to figure that out. They're terrible offensively. They're not going to the Super Bowl if they can't score more than 13 points against somebody half-decent. Okay? That's the problem. You're supposed to score 34 points against the Bengals because they stink. That's why. Okay? You're supposed to do that against the 32nd-ranked defense. Okay? That, <laughs> I'm not phased by that. Tom has missed some throws. The the receivers are who they are. They are not very good receivers. Julian Elliman, every other week's on the injury report because because he's old and his knee hurts. Sony Michelle has got thrown so far into Belichick's doghouse. We need an APB to find the guy. 
I mean, like we we got we gotta get we gotta get a NASA satellite from outer space to find Sony Michelle because he's he's just gone. I don't know where he is anymore. James White, you know, J- James White. We got a running back, a, a receiver playing running back. We got a fullback um, who's actually a linebacker. I mean, the, the Patriots are not going to score more than 17 points. They'll be lucky to score 20 in this game. The Bills are probably going to score, you know, 17 points. So take the under, take the Bills plus the number. Uh, that's my pick here. It'll come down to the final minutes of the game because, quite frankly, the Buffalo Bills should have won the first time because the Patriots played like complete garbage in Orchard Park, and they should have lost. But guess what? Josh Allen was such a complete atrocity on that Sunday that he decided that he wanted to give Tom Brady a game so bad that he kept throwing the ball to the other team. That, that, that's what he, he spent. He spent three and a half hours throwing the ball to people wearing white jerseys instead of white blue jerseys. See, but but, but see, he, about, I can see why he can get mixed up because Josh Allen, the, the, the Buffalo does wear blue and blue, white, and red too. So I can see why he would he would right. get mixed up. But unfortunately, Josh, we wear dark blue. Not we wear dark navy blue, not light blue. See, y'all y'all wear light blue. Y'all y'all you were throwing to the people that wore dark blue. Four interceptions that game. Four interceptions and a blocked punt won us the game. Um, I see a similar thing, similar type of game. Defense is going to rule this game. Take the under. It's going to be a snore fest for three and a half hours. Tune in in the final four minutes, five minutes of the game. You'll see a couple field goal kicks. It'll come down to the last 30 seconds. I think the Patriots win by three and clinch the AFC East for the up-team straight year. Uh, Uncle Trevor, go ahead. I think you've been watching ESPN this morning. One of their commentators <laughs> commentators mentioned to tune in to the last four or five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, and yeah. I was, because I, do, cause I really do think it's going to be a low-scoring game and a snore fest, because, look, Tom's yeah. not, Tom normally owns Buffalo, but – Tom's not been as good as he once was. He doesn't have the receivers, and Josh Allen's not going to do very much against our defense. That's going to lend to it being a snore fest because the offenses aren't going to do anything. That's kind of how I feel. So. Uh, see, it's not all defensive games are, are snore fest. I mean, yeah, some of them can be very good. If it's very good defense, they're not bad offense. They can be very exciting to watch. But, um, I'm not convinced it's going to be a low-scoring game. I mean, they've already played each other once. So they, they know what each other's going to do this year. So you can't really expect what happened in the first game, 16 to 10, to happen again the second game. You might see more scoring because they already know what they are. They're accustomed to what this team does since they played already this year. That's one thing to consider. New England's at home. New England always plays better at home. That's another thing to consider. Josh Allen is, is inaccurate. I mean, you're not going to become accurate. Either you are or you're not. He's, he's not consistently accurate. So, I mean, I, I just don't see him. I see him making mistakes. He made mistakes last week. It's just, you know, Pittsburgh had ducks. So we couldn't fight. We couldn't fight Buffalo with a duck back there. 
He was lucky. <laughs> Church, Brady, you need Brady to stop. Not, Leave that man alone. Brady is, Brady is not a duck. So he probably, I guess he's a goat. I guess you can call him that. So he, Buffalo's going to make mistakes. They're going to take advantage of it. And I, I think it's going to be a maybe a 7 to 14 point victory for New England. Real. And there will be more Seven. scoring. There definitely, there'll definitely be more scoring than there was in the first game between the, these two. Well, Armand, what, what, do you, what do you think about that? Well, I think you should leave poor Duck alone. We we talked about him <laughs> too much. He's learning. Give him a, give him a break. But um, as far as uh, New England and Buffalo, you know, Josh Allen really isn't very accurate, and I do feel that the game might be too big for him. Because, you know, and there's just some teams that have other teams' number. I think at this point, like most years, New England has Buffalo's number. They're gonna, Buffalo will give it a good try to win. But I believe that the experience that New England has is going to be too much for a young Buffalo team. I mean, they, yes, they do have some veterans and whatnot, but overall I think they're fairly young. And the quarterback definitely is young. So I believe that the defense is going to dial up some things to fluster Josh Allen, and he's going to be very inaccurate. And he's going to probably throw probably two or three interceptions. He's going to fumble at least one time uh, during the game. So I expect New England to, to dominate. And it won't be really on the back of Brady to win. It's going to be on New England's defense to win this game. Hmm. Well, I hope you're right. I hope there's more than hope it's more than just uh, uh, just a, a low scoring snore fest because I would like to actually I would love to see the Patriots actually, you know, show up and act like they could play competent offense one time this year. Like I, I would I would love to see that. Like I, I I would love to see Tom Brady turn back the clock one time. You know, he he was trying. He was trying real hard to do it in, in the Kansas City game, and you know, especially on that fourth and six, that that run was that run was exhilarating. I lo- I loved that. I loved that play. You know, you know they're playing twenty-two man. You turn your back on the quarterback who can run, and Tom really can't. But he made a really heads-up play. And the only the only thing I regret is, you know, he if, if he really if he you probably should have stiff armed that dude that was that was right next to him instead of sliding because who knows he may have, he may have been down even closer to the goal line than what than what he was. So that's the only thing I regret about that. But you know, I think it's I you know Buffalo's good, so I I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Patriots lose this game. But um, you know, at, at some point, you know, the tried and true always gets it done. So my my, my guys are gonna. Get, get it done this weekend. All right, Mom. It's that time. It's that time of the show. You know what time it is. It's that time, Mom. Get ready. Here we go. Cowboys, Eagles, all the marbles. There's a, there's, I, don't, I don't need to say anything else. You take it away. Cowboys, Eagles. Let's go. You know I always hate these kind of games. You know, typically our track record and win and your end games is not very good. Okay, I remember one Monday night 
that uh, we could have win and get in. We didn't. I remember a 44-6 debacle in Philly with Romo winning you're in, and we just got just hammered. Um, so, yeah, I don't like these. At least we've got one more game after Philly in case, for whatever reason, things fall apart. Although I'm pretty confident they won't fall apart this week. Uh, we do. We would have one more game to actually get in. Uh, but I'm not going to talk a lot. I mean, just Dallas needs to have Dak ice up. You know, don't throw too much. But he did say, I don't know if you saw this, Dak did say that he's had that issue with his shoulder, his AC joint in his shoulder. He had it on and off in college, too. So this is not a new injury. He knows how to treat it. He knows how severe it is or not. So apparently, according to him, it's not very severe. So he should be able to work through it. It's not going to be overly cold this weekend. So I don't think we have to worry about him stiffening up because of uh, the cold exacerbating his AC joint. So Dallas gets out there. Uh, if Michael Bennett doesn't line up in the neutral zone and jump all sides and, you know, so we can get off the field for a third down, if Zeke is able to, you know, part the offensive line in those holes and, you know, break a couple, if Dak can find Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb and Michael Gallup, and if Sean Lee can play awesome like he did last week. I mean, did you see his interception? Ha! Old man with the interception. I mean, if we can put all those pieces together, Philly does not have a chance. This will be the first time in a long time that I can honestly say that we had a winning your end scenario and we capitalized and kept it moving. So I have a lot different outlook this week than I did going into the Rams game because Dallas really did show me something. And, yes, Trev, Dallas is a different team at home. Most teams are better at home than they are on the road. But Dallas isn't one team that's incapable of winning on the road. They can win on the road. So, And they're used to Philly. They've beaten Philly in Philly before. So I, I think talent-wise, injury-wise, everything is pointing towards Dallas just as long as they don't get ahead of themselves and not look ahead, you know, to the playoffs and just know that this is a playoff game, I, I think that we'll be fine. And there you have it. Well, pick, pick it up, Uncle Trevor. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think about this game? Eagles, Cowboys. I, I mean, I, the Rams, every team plays better at home. We know that. I mean, last week, you know, everyone was down on Dallas, up on the Rams. And I could pretty much see that um, I just thought I didn't figure the Cowboys were going to come out stronger at home. I mean, they're backing against the wall. The Rams were, you know, Jared Goff, if you hit him, he's not very active. He can't move at all. Todd Gurley, he's, he's basically done. Gurley's basically done as an NFL running back. What I can tell. So the Rams are a little bit overrated. Cowboys going back at home in a must-win situation. And then, you know, they, they came out and they, they got ahead and they won. This week, I just don't see that happening. Eagles really are a flawed team. All the, most of the receivers, I guess, are hurt. I'm not sure if Aguilar coming back or not. But um, 
Dallas does not play well at, on the road. They, I mean, now that the quarterback is hurt, which makes it even worse. Eagles' defense really is, isn't that bad, as long as they're not playing that guy from Pitt. I know Dallas probably begging <laughs> Peterson to put him out there on Cooper especially. <sighs> if they do that, then Dallas is going to score 50. Avante Matt, is that his name? Yeah. I can't believe he's still yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I think the Eagles going to find, find a way. I think the Eagles going to jump ahead of Dallas. So it's going to be an emotional game for them. For their home fans, that is going to come out to a fast start. So much the reverse would happen in Dallas. Dallas came out to a fast start, and Eagles couldn't catch up. I think the reverse is going to happen here this week in Philly. Eagles going to get get ahead, and then um, eliminate Elliott from being a factor in the game, and they, you know, they're going to they're going to win. I really can't envision Dallas winning this game, even though I know the Eagles are a very flawed team and injured, and the quarterback is flawed. Carson Wentz, but I, I just don't see Dallas doing it. I mean, I guess they, they did they did have a good – they beat the Giants on the road. They beat Detroit on the road. And, I mean, you know, the Bears kind of whipped them on the road. I mean, I, I just I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas win. I, I just can't envision it at this point. Look, what I've seen from that team. Look, Trey, Wentz is going to get out there and mess up and that, those fans are going to start booing him early and often, and that's going to be about the end. No, no. They're, they're focused on Dallas this week. That's who they hate. They're not thinking about Wentz right now. They're focused on tormenting Dallas out there. That's going to help Wentz. I'm telling you, they're going to boo Wentz. They're going to boo him unmercifully. Well, yeah, they start losing. But, yeah, I think they're going to get ahead. So. That's, I mean, I watched them today in Philly. Here, here, yeah, they, here's, here's they're, the they're, they're in a super pitch. Here, here's the deal. I um, I like that point, Mom, about Philadelphia because boy, I did I did watch first take from Philly. Yeah, they 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 was rowdy, boy. Woo! They, Philadelphia was on it, and they they were they they showed up. They're, now to to the brave Cowboys fans I saw in that in that crowd. We appreciate we I, I appreciate you having um, the intertesticular fortitude, as one Mick Foley would say that that, that back in the day. Ma, I know you remember <laughs> all that. Um, I do. You know, but yeah, you know, having the grapefruit to be out there amongst all them crazy ass people because that, that that's great. Because I, I saw people with Zeke Elliott jerseys and Cooper jerseys. I'm like, whoa. That's like y'all got to be brave. So Cowboys Nation will show up in Philadelphia. Um, the weather will be forty six degrees in Philadelphia. Eight humidity at sixty percent, ten percent chance of rain. Uh, wind at eight miles an hour. Quite a, to make that to make that in plain English, a pretty damn good night for Philadelphia in December. That that's pretty much what that means in English. Now to the game. Yeah, that, uh, uh, hey Bob. You better, you better be glad that Dak's hurt. You know why? But you better be glad that Dak's hurt because you better turn around and give Zeke Elliott the ball. Turn around and give him the ball and get out of the way. Get, turn around, give Zeke Elliott the football and tell him, "Son, take us there." Just, just, just 
just give Zeke the ball and get the hell out of the way, and you're going to win. Because when you have to throw, the Eagles' secondary is terrible. They are horrible. Like, I, we have been saying this the entire year, and the defensive secondary has gotten worse throughout the year. Maddox got hurt for four games. They're actually decent. They're actually a little bit better, but Maddox is back and still getting burned. Douglas has been getting burned all year. Do you know that Ronald Darby is supposed to be their number one corner, and they throw at that dude all the time? (laughs) You you understand that Darby Darby is the number one corner for the Eagles, the the, the guy that Cooper's going to be on. So if I'm if I'm if I'm Dak Prescott or if I'm Amari Cooper, I'm looking at Dak and say, "Son, whoever's on me, could you just throw me the ball? Could you throw me throw throw at the person that's on me? They can't cover me. Like they can't cover him ever. Like, like I, I don't. I don't. The only way the Cowboys lose is if they turn back into the Cowboys. And Mom, I think you know what I mean by that. So I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get into that right right now because it's it's it, it's so dumb. You give Zeke the ball, you're gonna win. Give him more than three carries and a half, you might have a chance. But if you don't, if you tell Dak on a bum shoulder, you know what, son, throw the ball forty times against this defense, even though the secondary stinks and the and the linebackers aren't very good. But despite all that, if you want to throw him the ball 40 times and get behind 20, 21 to 3 and take your chances in Philadelphia, you go right ahead. You, the Cowboys will be sitting at home just like the rest of us watching the Super Bowl. But if you want to get to the Super Bowl, because you haven't used Zeke Elliott all year long, if you, haven't got, if, you, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, hey, Zeke, we paid you $90 million to show up in a game like this. That's what Jerry Jones is saying. I paid you $90 million. You took your ass to Cabo, sitting down on a beach in Cabo, because you told me that you wanted to get paid. So I paid you. I need you to be, to go out to Philadelphia, show up on this field. I need you to take this football and run me into the playoffs. That's what Zeke Elliott is here to do for this game. Right now, Sunday night, Fox 425, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, against the Eagles, the two most hated teams in that division. They can't stand each other. The Cowboys hate the Eagles. The Eagles hate the Cowboys. The coaches hate each other. The fans hate each other. Hell, some of the players even hate each other. Okay? (laughs) This is, I mean, this is hatred that, that you. Like, and I mean, it wasn't always like this. Back, back when y'all were, you and Uncle Joe were growing up, it was like this. When y'all, y'all were younger, yeah, the Eagles and the Cowboys hated each other, like, to this degree. But it kind of tapered off. And now the Redskins are terrible. The Giants are a joke. I mean, so it's always the Cowboys and the Eagles. Okay? Like, this, this is not even about – this is – and also, we, I even got to Carson Wentz here because I, I'm going to get to him right now and say this. Carson Wentz, you, you know, just how I talked about how Zeke, Jerry Jones paid Zeke Elliott all that, all that money to get the job done on a game like today. 
Well, Carson Wentz, let me flip the script for you. Hey, man, that you got a Super Bowl championship that you didn't win. You got a ring that somebody else won for you. Nick Foles won that title for you. Now, you got a shot in a big game against the Eagles' most hated rival. They don't hate the Redskins this badly. They don't hate the Giants this badly. The Eagles hate the Cowboys to a level that's indescribable. Okay? Carson Wentz, they paid you all that money to go into Philadelphia, even though your fans hate you and your teammates kind of hate you, and, and your coaching staff can go either way with you. I mean, we we all we all seen the reports. You ain't a big fan favorite out there, but you know they're gonna stand by you because they're your guy, and they paid you all that money to show up and beat the damn Cowboys right there Sunday, Fox four twenty five. You must. Beat the Cowboys, Carson Wentz, because you have done nothing, absolutely nothing, until like, yeah, you need, you need to roll that back because the last time you called somebody out, they had a good game against Dallas. Well, hey, hey, all right, you know what? You know what? I'm just keeping it real. Sorry, I'm sorry because I, well, I you know need, you need to you need to you need to pump the brakes yeah, on hey, that. Hey, Mark, hey, Mark, hey, Mark. Your defense does 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 what they need to do. Guess what? Your defense. Don't even worry about me calling it out. I can't play. Your defense, D- Tank Lawrence, excuse me, shot. should we call out Demarcus Lawrence? Where are you? Where where you been? Could you sack somebody anytime soon? Robert Quinn, where are you? 58, 90, where are you? Byron Jones, could you catch an interception every once in a while? Show up. Do something. Like like do something. The only the only defensive back on your team that's doing any damn thing is Jordan Lewis. He wasn't very good. He, he wasn't very good a couple years ago. Now this dude's – I see this dude making plays all over the place. <laughs> like, where, where the hell Jordan Lewis come from? Like, he's, out, he's out here interception, hitting Jared Goff in the mouth. I, I mean, just, just out here balling. Okay? Like, you know, but last thing I'll say, Mom, three people you have to watch out for. The, 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 Eagles, the Eagles have four people that can beat you. The two tight ends and the two running backs. That's it. That's all they got. They, 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 all they have are the two tight ends and the two running backs. Please it, it, it be better than the Redskins and actually cover Zach Ertz. That might be a great idea to start. Could you at least cover Zach Ertz? And then you can worry about everything else later. Because if you don't cover 86, miles, you don't have a chance. You're not, not going to win. Cover Covers Zach Ertz and it, on, on defense. And then you hit Carson Wentz in the mouth and he'll fold. It's very simple. It's very simple. Hand the ball to Zeke, hit Carson Wentz in the mouth, and cover the tight end. You might have a shot. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait. I'm excited. I will be watching. I will be watching this game with you Sunday at 425 to see. You know, I, I, I might I might have to keep a safe distance. I don't know. That game might not be safe for, but that that might that, that game might not be safe for parties involved because you're going to be on edge this whole night. So, but it's going to be a great game. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I got a little happy and yeah, I'm a little excited about it because now, nah, man, this is a big game for both teams, man. I, I we 
it, this this ain't just just a big game for the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys choking. Excuse me, excuse me, Philadelphia. You got a shot to win this game. If you hadn't lose to Miami, guess what? You done probably already won the NFC East. If you didn't choke to Miami, so you know, I I gotta I gotta keep it one hundred. I can't wait to watch that game. All right, let's take a break, real quick. <laughs> take a break, real quick, and we we went a little bit long on there. I do apologize, went a little long, uh, because I had to get that off my chest because I'm, I'm very excited for that game. Um, quick break. All right, we got three more games to go, and we'll be quick on all of them. Uncle Trevor, you haven't been in in a while. Coming to you here. Uh, let's go to New Orleans and Tennessee. What, what are your what are your thoughts on there? We're, we'll be a little bit longer on this show. I apologize. Uh, so, Uncle Trevor, go go ahead. New Orleans and Tennessee. What are your thoughts on that game? I mean, like I said, that felt very unpredictable. Tennessee was hot before last week's game, and they kind of blew it. You know, going against Houston. Uh, and New Orleans had a big win. They already clinched the playoff berth, looking at, you know, winning the division or being a wild card. Well, well I guess they're going to win the division, looking at home field now. So, it's very – I don't like picking dome teams late in the year on the road against halfway decent teams. So, this basically on, on that, I'm picking Tennessee to win. They're at home, the ones that don't team playing on grass in December in a semi-cold environment. I'm going with Tennessee. All right, Mom, pick it up from there. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that, actually. Uh, New Orleans did what they wanted to do. I mean, they got Drew Brees, his record, even though he'll be going back and forth with Brady as to who has the most touchdowns and, and all that. But, yeah, can they come out and actually play? In the cold, on grass, that's a very good point. So I I would love to see Tennessee actually come out there and smack around New Orleans a little bit, to be totally honest with you. Um, I want to see them have a little bit of oomph going into the playoffs because, you know, really they could potentially make some noise. I think they have a pretty good team. Now, the only issue is Derrick Henry may not play because of his hamstring, and he probably shouldn't have played last week. So. If he doesn't play, I'm not sure if Deion Lewis can really, you know, pick up the slack. So they really would be on offense relying on Tannehill a whole lot. And New Orleans, while their secondary is not fabulous, you know, their front seven is pretty good. Um, well, Cameron Jordan's pretty good. We'll put it that way. And some of his teammates, Lattimore and some of the others who are you know spread out in the defense, they're pretty good. So they might make it difficult for. Ryan Tannehill to, to do a good job against um, the defense, but I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say. Uh, I think Tennessee will probably end up pulling it out, and it will probably be a if they win, it'll be about a ten point victory over New Orleans. All right, real quick. Um, I don't know. I just have a thing for New Orleans. I kind of, I really kind of want them to. You know, I I want them to, I want them to win. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. So you know, I I I I want New Orleans to get it done. But 
I don't mind Tennessee either. Now, here's the other thing is, you know, I, I'm kind of looking at it from the Patriots' perspective. If, I, if we drop down to three, do I want Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill and those receivers and Derrick Henry? I don't know if I, I don't know if I really want that matchup very much either, because that that and their defense is actually half decent. So I don't think it's a great matchup really for the Patriots. Um, so that's that's my selfish standpoint. My other selfish standpoint is Drew Brees is just absolutely awesome. I just love that guy. I, I really love him. I really love Drew Brees. Like he is like man crush status. Like love that guy. Uh, just an absolute living legend. And the guy is so underrated because I, you, you're, you're probably wondering how in the hell do you be underrated number one in passing yards and number one in passing touchdowns? How could you possibly be underrated? Well, when you play in the same era as, Bree, uh, as, as Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, that's how you get underrated, you know. But – Drew Brees is class personified. The guy, the guy just goes out there and gets the job done. Now, now the point that you had, Uncle Trevor, you're saying you, you weren't real keen on picking a dome team, um, you know, going outside. Now here's now here's the deal with this: Nashville, Tennessee on Sunday or December. Well, it's the South, so it's always nice and warm in December down there. But it's uh, just measly 53 degrees. Love, love, just, just, just making us feel bad. Fifty-three degrees in Nashville on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, on Christmas Day, just on the side, on Christmas Day in Tennessee, oh, just sixty-five. <laughs> just, just sunny and sixty-five. Just, yeah. Just a thought. Anyway, uh, <laughs> weather's not going to be a problem. Drew Brees is going to be outside. It ain't going to be an issue. They're going to get the job done. Michael Thomas is going to go off because Michael Thomas has got a record that he wants to catch too, which is breaking Marvin Harrison for the all-time catches in the season record. Uh, I think the record is 143 uh, by by Marvin back in 2002. So um, Michael Thomas and the Saints have to win, and Tennessee has to win. So it should be a pretty good game. I think the over over the total is probably a better angle, uh, but – if I had to pick a side, I'll take the Saints minus the two and a half, three. Next game, let's see hither. What do we have here? Uh, we already talked about the. Yeah, nope. We got to go to Saturday night. Sorry, because we did the two biggest games here. We got to do Saturday night and go to Los Angeles. And I'll be quick with this. The 49ers. The 49ers need to win this game. The Rams aren't going to make the playoffs because uh, Minnesota might win Monday night. So, you know, that uh, San Francisco needs this game because, quite honestly, Seattle, has, they have a chance to be the one or the five. It's just – it's a big difference. So, San Francisco, it means more to them. Low-scoring game in this one. San Francisco's the better team. I'll take the Niners at home uh, minus. Uh, Uncle Trevor, what do you think? Uh, I know earlier this year, um, 49ers really dominated the um, the Rams. I mean, they, they really destroyed the Rams' offense. 
I think they liked that game last week, so they probably took something out of the Rams. Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota doesn't have Dalvin Cook probably Monday night, so Minnesota could potentially still lose out. But I, I think, I mean, the 49ers are really banged up on, on defense. Oh. <laughs> like, like I, I'll, I'll go with San Francisco, but, you know, it's very shaky. And the 49ers have a lot of injuries. And it's just, I, I, just don't, I don't like, I don't trust Jared Goff. That's basically what it is. I just and without Gurley, he's basically exposed now, and he's really not that good. And neither is Garoppolo really. But I guess Four Nine got a better team around Garoppolo at this point than the Rams do behind Jared Goff without without a healthy Todd Gurley. He was the main cog in that offense, and it looks like he's done. It looks like the Rams are stuck paying Gurley all the guaranteed money. And paying golf on the guarantee money, and oh, basically they might yeah. be done. Yeah, they might. Man's might be done. I'll be the point on it. All right, mom. To finish us out in this game. Well, I have a question, uh, Trev. You said this a couple times that the Forty ers defense is banged up. Who exactly on their defense is injured? That's going to be a difference maker if they don't play. I know Sherman didn't play last. I know Sherman was hurt. I guess the um, he got hurt the week before. Yeah, Both he hurt his pec or arm or something. Okay. Yeah. They, they suffered a lot of injuries two weeks ago in that game. I Against New Orleans? They, I, yeah, in the New Orleans. Yeah, they, they suffered a lot of injuries in that game. And that's why, that's what happened last week to them. That's, why, that's what really why they lost that game. And I'm not sure the injury status is for these guys tomorrow night with Sherman and the other cornerback. You don't have – you got – Injury quarterback. If you got Swell's playing quarterback, then your whole defense is compromised. Like I said, going back to my favorite example of, of Maddox. <laughs> I mean, when you got somebody out there, you just beat repeatedly. You can't, God, God can't cover anybody. Then you, you, you can be good everywhere else in your defense. And you still get blown up because the guy can't cover. So that's, that's a key point, but, you know, I think. Four Niners will get some pressure on Jared Goff, and he'll mess up. I just don't have – like what Dallas did to him. He, I just don't have any faith in him. But he's a rich man, so he can be a scrub. He'll be a $100 million, $100 million scrub. Go ahead. Well, you know, the, the Rams, though, they mystify me because they've had some good games and they had some really awful games. You know, just like you said at the beginning of the show – NFL is very unpredictable. The Rams are a very unpredictable team to me because they have played well this year. Golf has played he, – well, he did have a 76 or 78-yard game. But then he had other games where he, you know, had three, 400 yards. So you just no, never no, know no, what folks, you're going to get with no, him. No, no, before you continue, no, no, for folks that don't, that don't realize – no, no, she's not talking about 78 yards in a, in a quarter or a drive. No, she's talking about 78 yards total for, for four quarters. A total yeah. passing of 78 yards. Please, please continue. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, I think even Duck does better than that. But anyway. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's a career day for Duck. Oh, <laughs> Oh. Anyway, um, we're, yeah, we're, we're I, so I know. Terrible. 
I know Trev doesn't have any faith in Garoppolo, but uh, as long as he doesn't get pressured, I think he's probably a better quarterback than than Goff. Um, so even with San Francisco's injuries on the defense, if Bosa is still playing, he's still a threat to Goff. Um, on the flip side, Aaron Donald, he's a, a threat to Garoppolo. So honestly, to me, this game is a coin flip. Okay. And to me, San Francisco's at home, and that's the reason why I would pick them to win the game. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Jared Goff got vastly overpaid, so uh, I don't know. Jerry's playing it right, as far as I'm concerned. He's, you know, see, he don't want to be in the in what what the Rams are in right now because you guys are right. It. They they got they got a lot they have a lot of people with guaranteed money like I mean a lot lot so it, I I don't know I don't know I don't know man that's that's gonna be that's gonna be something there for for them because I I don't know I don't think they can get out of it either that's that's the that's the scary part so anyway <clears throat> last game. Brings us to Monday Night Football, Green Bay, Minnesota. Mom, we're starting with your favorite team, the Packers, at the Vikings. <laughs> go ahead. Go, go, Come go on, ahead. Minnesota. Go! Please. I want your dirty perp to show out on that Packers defense. And, hey, now, Quinn, you can actually talk about Kyle Rudolph showing up I won't be offended. Um, you know, if your boy Adam Thielen has had another little steel chair match with Kirk Cousins and gets him in line, I'm okay with that too. I need all hands on deck for Minnesota to come out here and whip up on Green Bay. That's what I want to see happen. That's all I got. Uncle Trevor, go ahead. I think the Dalvin Cook injury is the, 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 the turning point for me. I'd, I'd go on Green Bay without without Dalvin Cook. Green Bay's gonna come after Mr. Cousins. Is that up? Yep, that's all you got. Yep, yep. I think that's all you got. Rodgers, oh wow! Everybody's gonna outplay Cousins. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's nice to the point. Yeah, I'll be to the point too. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's not playing, and Kirk Cousins doesn't win on Monday night. So I, I, it just does. Like, like it. It's almost like. It's almost like if Cousins does this, Cousins has turned the corner because he doesn't have a running back. I don't know if Madison's playing or not. Like, you know what I mean? So, if Madison's not playing and and you don't have the number one running back and you're not uh, you're zero and eight on Monday Night Football, it just doesn't seem like it's it's gonna it's gonna work out very well. Uh, so, for all those reasons, I'm gonna take the Packers, but. Don't don't get it don't get it twisted here. Minnesota could certainly go up to Lambeau and beat them if it because if, if the Saints get a bye, you know what I mean. So if the, if the Saints get a bye and, and Green Bay's a three and and it's Minnesota, Green Bay, and Lambeau for the third time in a three six matchup. Hey, I I don't know, man. I can see Minnesota going in there and getting it done because they because they are a loaded team, boy. So I, I I'm gonna see. Uh, we we're gonna see. And, and, and by the way, that's that's a hell of a way to end the Monday night schedule there. <laughs> boy, 
boy, they 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 didn't they didn't skimp out on that one. Minnesota Green Bay from from uh from the US Bank Stadium. That 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 that's that's gonna be a hell of a game and I can't wait to watch. Okay. That is the end of the game preview segment. Uh sorry Bob, we're going a bit too long, you know. Plans plans kinda get scrapped when we all get rowdy and feisty about these games. So sorry about that. <clears throat> nah, it's all but, good. We're having fun. Yeah. Yes, we are. We are having fun and we hope Y'all are having fun listening to us talk about sports here. Uh, a couple things to tease before we do pick them. Uh, in a couple weeks, last uh, this time last year during the playoffs, we did two shows. Uh, a pre-show to tell you to get you set up for Wild Card Week uh, for for the rounds of the playoffs. I wish I could talk with, with any coherence whatsoever, but uh, basically we're going to do two shows every week throughout the Super Bowl, a pre-show and a post-show. Uh, so the post-show will be after the last game of each weekend uh, because I, I want to get our, our unfiltered reaction after all the games that we watched. Uh, that, that Those are going to be like, you know, maybe 30, 40, 30 to 45 minutes. And the pre-show are going to be like 60, 60 minutes each um, because – you know, it's, it's the playoffs, and we want to give keep giving you this content. And the NFC is going to be loaded, so it, the NFC <laughs> recaps are going to probably be longer and more intense than the AFC recaps. But that that'll be coming up. Something for y'all to look forward to. Uh, Started Wild Card Weekend, which is like the first week of January. So uh, starting then, we're going to be doing uh, two shows and. Um, and we're going to see if we could, uh, you know, if we, we can crank out this content for you guys. So what do you guys think about that? Sounds great. Like it. Cool. Cool. Sounds great. You guys love it. I love it. And I hope the fans love it. But, you know, we're going to love me winning for the second week in a row. Yeah, baby. It's time for pick em. Let's get it. Woo-hoo! I won all points because Uncle Trevor done made that crazy that crazy ass score fifty nine fifty eight. That's the only reason why he won because I, I won because you because you made a crazy score. So um, you know, thank you for that. I won at ten and six. The winner for the week, yay me! So yeah, I won. No, I won. Seriously, yeah, I won. What's my record? Ten and six. But you said 59 Who did I pick? New Orleans. We both picked New Orleans, and I picked Minnesota. I picked Minnesota. Oh, I my record going into that, that game. I thought it was 10-5. Well, wait a minute. I don't think wait so. a minute, Mom. I'll, I'll look at it again. I'm pretty sure it's okay. 9-6. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Yeah. I'll, 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 we'll, I'll look at it off yep. air, but I'm pretty yeah, sure we'll get, we'll, get it to you off, we'll get it to you off air. But yeah. I was either first or second. I was either first or second, yeah. and I'll take it. Let's get it. It's time for Pick Up Live on the Always 100 Podcast. Let's go. I'll actually, you know what, because these sheets don't, uh, don't, don't fall off the sheets. These sheets don't have it in order. So we'll go, we'll go off the phone here. Here we go. Saturday at one o'clock, first game, Texans at Bucks. Mom, who do you have? 
Uh, mm. I am going to pick Tampa Bay. All right, Uncle Trevor. Tampa Bay. Mm. 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 Uh, I pick. Uh, I pick Houston in a close one. All right, my game, New England and Buffalo. Um, Buffalo plus six, New England wins. Uh, give me the Patriots. Uh, Patriots for the win, but take Buffalo in the under plus plus the points. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? New England. Mom? Well, I should pick the Buffalo gals around the outside, around the outside, around the outside, but I'm going to pick New England instead. Okay. And that was for you, Quinn. That was for yeah, you, Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, eight fifteen Saturday night. Hey, tra- oh, Rams. Right, Jeff, who did you pick? New England. Oh, New England. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Rams. Forty right. ers I've got the. I've got the Forty ers minus six and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have here? San Francisco. And mom? 49ers. Cool. Sorry. I'm trying to do do my picks as well. Sorry about that. Cool. All right. One o'clock. Jaguars. Falcons. I've got the suddenly frisky Falcons, I guess. I'll, I'll take the Falcons. Minus seven, I guess. Yeah. I'll take the Falcons. Uh, mom, who do you have? Atlanta. And Uncle Trevor? Atlanta. All right. We're all on the same page. Next up, Baltimore. Baltimore. Just just Baltimore and a walk. Baltimore's going to kill them. Kill Cleveland. Yeah, they're going to kill Cleveland. It's not going to be close. Baltimore by a lot. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Yeah, Baltimore. And Bob? That's <laughs> no, painful for you. Yes, I'm picking yeah. the flock. The Ravens flock. The Ravens are now your second favorite team now, it seems like. Yeah, I like the Ravens. Huh? I like them for a while. Okay. okay. Cool. Colts, Carolina. I've got the Colts minus six and a half. Mom, uh, Mom who do you have here? Oh, boy. Oy, oy, oy. Um, I guess I'll pick Indy. They look bad against New Orleans, though. Oof. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. I already told you how it is. Drew Brees wants to set a record on Monday Night Football. The opposition gets gets killed, and that's what happens. Uh, for Trevor, who do you have? Uh, I mean, I guess the Colts. I don't know. Hopefully, the season's over. Yeah, so. they, they, they both they both stink. So it really doesn't matter, honestly. Who who wins this game? To be totally honest, uh, let's go Miami and Cincinnati. Who cares? Um, wow. Flip, flip a coin, and, Mom, you you go. What do you have here? Wow. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, we're playing for stock uh, – I mean, draft position. So, whew. so I think Cincinnati mm, – I think Cincinnati will win. All right. Uncle Trevor? Um. Oh, bye, bye, boy. 
Cincinnati. And I will pick the Miami Dolphins because, quite frankly, the, the, the Burrow sweepstakes is hitting full effect here. Cincinnati don't want to. Cincinnati don't want to win. <laughs> Cincinnati says we can't. We can't win because Joe Burrow is going to be the next quarterback of the franchise. So we better keep losing while we can. All right, Uncle Trevor, your Steelers in, in New York City to face the Jets. Who do you got? Jets. Wow. Bob. He's doing that reverse psychology crap. He wants Pittsburgh no, to win. He's just going to – just want to say the Jets and Pittsburgh will win. I think Pittsburgh going to win. Yeah. The Jets yeah. got a better quarterback and a better running back. It might be better well, Yeah, but – it's a, but it's the Le'Veon Bell Bowl, so don't you think they're going to come out and want to beat Le'Veon pretty bad? Yeah, but, you know, Jets, you know, they're going to pass the ball. You know, Sam Darnold's better than <laughs> Duck. Uh, I can't I'm going to pick Duck. That's the way I said about him. <laughs> I'm picking Pittsburgh. He's got to throw ducks out there, wobbling ducks. Oh goodness! I I picked the Steelers minus three. My goodness! Uh, this this show's going gone off the rails here. Here we go. Giants, <laughs> Redskins. Mom, who do you have oh, here? Goodness! Why? Well, oh, I don't know. I okay. Still, yeah. Okay, so Daniel Jones is starting. So, uh, any chance of Eli playing? Is pretty much done now. Uh, Haskins to McLaren is actually pretty good, so I'm going to pick Washington. Uh, Trevor? Washington. I'll pick the Redskins, too. Yeah. The Red, the Redskins, they're, 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 it's not for a lack of trying. They're just, you know, they, they really, they really should have beat, they really should have won that game last week because they, they 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 play they play pretty good they really did but they they couldn't they 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 couldn't stop Philadelphia when they needed to get a stop so uh, it wasn't for a lack of trying but they they just they just weren't very good uh, four oh five Denver and Detroit I'm picking the Broncos minus six and a half mom Denver and Uncle Trevor. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, Denver. Oh, uh, there's an Oakland and L.A. Chargers game that I didn't put a spread for. The Chargers are favored by seven Sunday in uh, the San Diego. I refuse to uh, call them L.A. Charger play home away from home because basically it's going to be invaded with Raiders fans. That's what I'm trying to get at. But I think the Raiders have may have given up. Um, seven's too much. Seven, seven's a lot. I, I'll pick Oakland plus the plus the points here. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Uh, the Chargers. Mom. Chargers. Seattle and Arizona. Mom, who do you have in this one? Uh, Seattle. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'll pick Seattle. Kyler's had a pretty good year. I, I like Kyler a lot, but uh, w- w- once you get him some more help, he'll 
he'll he'll be a lot better. But yeah, he he, he don't have enough to go go beat beat that team up there. Uh, whichever, who do you have? Seattle. All right, Dallas and Philadelphia. My uh, no, yeah, we know where you're picking. Your boys are getting it done. You said earlier in the show. You said they're going to get it done here. You still believe that? Sure. You feel more strongly about that? Yep. Okay. So you, you're saying the Cowboys get it done, Uncle Trevor? What say you? Philadelphia. Okay. Uh-huh. Sorry. Mm. Let's say let's say me now. What let's say me now? I I picked the Eagles at the beginning of the season to win the NFC East, but you know I I did, but um. They're too banged up, and the second the sec the secondary is just it, it's it's really not good, honestly. Um, really, for for no reason at all. I, I'll just I'll pick Dallas because I, I I don't I don't think Dallas is 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 a great. I don't think they're very good either, but um, they're at least healthier than Philadelphia, and for that reason and that reason only, uh, I'll, I'll pick the Cowboys minus two, not because they're exactly the better team, but um, I'll, I'll pick Dallas. Well, I'll pick Dallas. Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes ver- taking this – they put Mr. Trubisky on a primetime game. I just – I can't even believe that. They they decided to put Mitch on TV again. Kansas City, buy a lot, please. <laughs> Mom, who do you have? KC. Michael Trevor? Mm, uh, I guess Kansas City. And Monday night, last Monday night game of the year. The Can you believe it? Packer, yeah, no, I can't because that is literally it's it's so crazy. Like it, it's so amazing that we're saying it's the last this, it's the last that. It's like wow, like it, it's just it, it's it's craziness, honestly. Um, I'll pick the I'll, I'll pick Green Bay plus five and a half. Mom, what, uh, who do you have here? Minnesota. And Uncle Trevor. Green Bay. All right. All hey, right, before we hang, it. before we before yep, we check out, did I miss New Orleans and Tennessee? Uh, did you miss it? I, I yes. Uh, I don't. I don't have it picked on either paper for me or Trev. Okay. So did I just well, miss our pick? That, that's on. That's that's my fault. Let's let's see. I, I have it on mine. New Orleans and Tennessee. I picked New Orleans minus two and a half. Mom, who, who do you have? Uh, I'm picking Tennessee. And Uncle Trevor. Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well. Now, now we're we, good. Now we're good. So, I uh. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I I don't I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be an interesting week. Uh, congrats to whoever's in the finals of the fantasy football league this year. It's not it's not me. I won my two. I I, I did win my two. Uh, uh, my my two uh, matchups so far leading up to the final week here. So you know I, I'm playing. I'm playing Paul this last time here, so hopefully if I can get it done, 
being like the con- consolation winner here. So trying to get that win. So I'm excited for that. Next week is week 17. I mean, hopefully there won't be a whole lot to talk about. Hopefully the Patriots would have won their division and hopefully Dallas will take care of their business. So there won't be a lot to talk about. I, you know, I think we're going to have to talk about the 49ers and the Seahawks because I think that'll be the the game that's flexed to Sunday night uh, for the NFC West because I, I think it's going to come down to that uh, that that football game there. So um, Texans and 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 Houston will be a game that we'll have to watch. But then it, but then again, if Houston wins. I believe we said earlier in the show, if Houston wins, they win the South anyway. So um, we'll have to figure out what we're talking about next week. But uh, before we sign off, everyone, if they always went on their podcast, we'd like to wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas. Uh, We thank you so much for taking time out of your days to call in, to listen in. Uh, to give me feedback, you know, to, to patronize the product. It's it's very meaningful. Um, we're trying to make this show better every chance we get. Um, so it's just, it, it, it's very cool. Um, so I just, I just want to put that out on the record. Very cool. Thank you guys for um, listening to the show. And thank you, Mom and Uncle Trevor, for, each and every week for the last, you know, 17, 18 weeks or however long it's been, taking time out of your busy lives to help me with something that that I want to do. It does mean a lot. So, you know, I I want to put that out there. Um, As we uh, sign off for the Christmas holiday here, because after the next show will be after Christmas. So it'll be cool to see what we got going on next week. Also, just as an aside, don't do an Amazon delivery job. Um, just just don't. Just just don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel a lot better. This is where I'd like to be. You know, by the microphone, chatting with my buds here, cutting up about sports and the, <laughs> the athletes who play it. So uh, it's going to be a fun last couple weeks. And then after football season, I think we'll get really into basketball season here. So that's the next show we got to, I got to plan out and see when that is. And, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be a really good year. So y'all, y'all want to say anything else before we go? Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Kwanzaa. And uh, thanks for listening. We, we appreciate your feedback as well. So any feedback you have, let us know. We're always, again, like Quinn said, trying to make the show better. But thanks for hanging in with us and listening. We appreciate you. Uncle Trevor, you got anything to say before we sign off? It's happy holidays. Happy holidays. All right, y'all. For Quinn, Mona, and Uncle Trevor, we will see y'all next week for Week 17. Folks, if you can believe it, week 17 of the NFL season. Y'all, it's been, it's been real. See you next week and have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas.